I'm Ashley. And I'm tired. <laughs> and we're self-misguided. Hey, Valencia, how are you doing? I am so exhausted. This week has been, it's like hell week. Like That's how oh. I've been describing it. It's been awful. And I'm just glad that it's over. It was <laughs> so scary. It. Yeah. So one thing about my kids is, well, I'm a stay-at-home mom. We don't, we, there was a time where we didn't go anywhere. And so for them to be sick, it's never really happens. But if it does, it's usually like a 24-hour bug. They wake up, they feel like crap, they wake up the next morning, they're fine. Well, Jack woke up sick last Thursday and I was like, okay, we can do this. You know, he's just uncomfortable and we got through the day. He woke up the next day and he was still really bad. I was like, okay, we can do this. Let's just get through this day. And we woke up the next day and he was still really bad. And I'm like, this is not just a regular thing. And so I start worrying, and and of course, amidst all that, Alan's, like, getting ready to leave for his three-week rotation. So by Sunday morning, he seemed to be getting better. So I was like, okay, this is fine. He just needs a couple days to rest. And Monday was just awful. awful. And I was was debating on calling the doctor's office, but I talked to some family members who have kids older than mine and knew what they were doing and one of them was actually a nurse and so she told me what to do and I did all the stuff and it seemed to help and then Tuesday came along he actually woke up pretty well but got so bad the rest of the day to where it was like the evening time and he started getting sick and I was like okay it's time to go to the ER because all the symptoms he was having was of course, I'm, I was a panicky mom and Googled it, and all the symptoms were leading to, like, appendicitis. Oh, well, yeah, never Google anything, but I could, yeah. I could see that. Well, it was just, like, it was so, he was so lethargic, and that yeah. was what was, like, kind of, I think, the scariest part. Yeah. But it's, like, seeing your kid miserable for, like, was, like, six days. I yeah. was, like, okay, this is scary. And I was, I was all alone, too. I mean, I, I had so many people, no, like, No, you were, I get me, exactly what you mean. It's, like, scary, and you don't have your co-parent there with yeah. you. So, I took him to the ER, and we waited in the waiting room for four hours, because it was packed in there, but I was committed, because I was, I was scared to take him home, because it's, like, one of those things with, like, mom guilt. If you don't take them, you, you could have guilt if something wrong happens and you're like oh, I should have taken them or if you do take them and they have an awful experience kind of like what we did and you feel guilt because you took, took them, them when you might not have needed to and so I went back and forth for a while I called Alan and I talked to several other people and I'm like what do I do this like it's a hard decision sometimes when your kid's not like fatally ill or like broke a bone it's like are they sick enough to go wait in the hospital especially when he's four mm-hmm. doesn't know what's going on terrified and just feeling awful so I went ahead and took him. He actually slept for most of the time we were there. I was pacing back and forth. <laughs> I can only imagine. And uh, so they finally got us back, and that poor boy, they stuck him in both arms because they couldn't get the IV in because, I mean, it's really hard to get an IV in a kid, but I don't want to say that the nurse didn't know what she was doing, but... I think as moms, they don't know what they're doing. Like, you want them to be perfect, which well, the... we understand. <laughs> well, so they had to have the... I can never get this word right. The people who actually do the IVs and stuff to take the blood, they, like, do it a lot so they know what they're doing. They're more experienced, I guess. So they got that right away. I was just kind of mad that they didn't... They aren't the ones that put in the IV. because So they did his first arm and missed. They did the second arm and still missed. 
because they couldn't get any blood out. But they said it was like flushing, like they were putting fluid in and it was supposedly going in. And I'm like, if you can't get blood out, I don't understand how you can be pushing anything in. Whatever. I'm not a doctor. But they were like, okay, we're going to hook up his IV to that. And so they're trying to push fluids into this IV that is not in his vein. And he's crying and screaming, saying it hurts. I'm like, this is hurting him. They're like, no, it's just weird. You know, it's new. No, it's hurting him. And so every time they were like, they would, they kept coming in and moving it and messing with it. A four-year-old kid. And they're just, they know it's not in there, but I don't know. I was, I got to a point where I said, take this out of his arm. And the nurse got an attitude with me. She was like, you know, I was just a tired mother, you know, upset and stuff. Conveniently. You're not mean enough. (laughs) conveniently the doctor was like apparently right there or something and he comes in he's like no he needs the antibiotics i was like i know he needs the antibiotics but do you think putting him through this is worth that like we need to do something else yeah and so i gave it one more chance because i'm not a doctor so i was like maybe they are they do know what they're doing and then i had to call another nurse because if you looked at his arm it was swelling up because it wasn't in his vein because it was just pushing into his arm and so I got her to take it out, and she apologized. And, uh, of course, then we had to give him shots in the booty because... <laughs> poor baby. I am poor baby. That, they did that, and it was so sad. And he turns around and guilts everybody in there. He said, that was not nice. That's what, told, that's what <laughs> when I came over, that's what he said. They gave me shots in my booty, and it was it was a not nice, yeah. Ashley. He, like, made every single person in that room feel bad. It Good. was incredible. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And so, yeah, we got on the antibiotics and they, they gave us a, uh, what's it called? Diagnosis or whatever of like a UTI, UTI, which they thought was super weird for a, a little boy. I don't know. Cause I was like, I don't even know how you get that. Well, then like finding out he was dehydrated later, yeah. that makes a lot more yeah. sense. And they told me that the reason he had a fever for six days was because of that. He had yeah, an infection. infection. And I was just like, this has never happened. I've never, ex- I've never even had one. So. Oh, I used to get them all, I get them all the time. Like I have problems with my kidneys and yeah. stuff like that. So we finally get to leave there, and he was so grateful. But it was like 3.30 in the morning. Charlotte had gotten a full night's sleep. And so three hours later, after we get home, she's like, Mom, wake up. And I'm like, I'm dead to the world. I cannot. But I get him into the pediatrician the next day, and the concern look on their face was like, he should be in the hospital. And I was like, thinking about how I would tell my kid, who just was at the ER, being tortured, essentially. Got sent home. How he would have to go back. And I wanted to cry. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, why couldn't, he why didn't they just keep us? enough to drink the Pedialyte, though. <laughs> but I was like, why didn't they just keep us in the hospital? If they, like, shouldn't they have known he was that bad? But, I don't know, maybe they just didn't get all the tests back, but... He told me, he was like, okay, we're going to try to avoid that if we can. Unless you really want to send him. And I was just like, please, anything. I'll do anything. And so he's like, try to get him to drink two liters of Pedialyte. Have you ever had Pedialyte? It's gross. It's electrolytes. It's gross. And it's like pre-trendy days, I can imagine. (laughs) And so we get it. And he doesn't like the grape flavor, which I don't blame him. Shocker. Um, I get him to, I try it. Like, I'm like, please just drink it, please. Like, and he slept for like four hours. So I was like, how am I supposed to get this kid to drink if he's like sleeping? But he does. He, he, I mean, he didn't have two liters, but he had enough to where by bedtime after getting like two doses of the antibiotics that they gave us, he was acting really normal. Like, of course he wasn't ready to play, but 
I was so relieved. But whenever I told Alan that the, he might need to be hospitalized, that's when he he told his boss, he's like, I gotta go home. Because that was scary. No, it's terrifying. They're, he's your baby. So he felt a little bad because by the time he got there, Jack was actually doing pretty good. And I was like, you're not here for him anymore. You're here for me. And I... He's like, I, I'm not doing well. Yeah. I need a nap. I was like, I... We like you, peace. <laughs> when you worry 24-7 for it's like exhausting. a whole week, like... It's, yeah. yeah, exhausting. So, because I, I even slept like 12 hours the next night. I felt like I hadn't slept still. Yeah. And so, that was just really hard. But I'm feeling good now. And Jack's feeling good. And we got to leave the house finally. And Alan's here for another day. So. Yeah. <sighs> no, that was great. like, that was so sad. Because like, obviously like I knew it was bad. Like you took him to the ER. But then when I went over and saw him on what was that, Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Wednesday, I was like, oh my gosh. So I see, I, I wake up Wednesday morning. I had known you'd take him to the ER Tuesday. I wake up Wednesday morning, I see your Snapchat <laughs> that was like 3.33 send coffee. Yeah. So we go and grab you, Theodore and I, go and grab you coffee and we drop it off at your door. And as we're pulling up, Theodore realizes where we're at. He's starting to clap. He gets all excited. I jump out of the car, drop it off on your porch, and get back in the car, and it starts to hit him. <laughs> he is not staying with Val today. Aww. And so as we start to pull away, it's full hysterics. Screaming, crying, all this stuff. He calms down by the time we get to Jill's. I'm at Jill's. I kind of just told her about what happened. I mentioned your name, and he starts crying again. <laughs> oh, my boy. Like, no, where's my Val at? I wouldn't play with them. Then I bring cinnamon rolls on my lunch per Jackson's request. Yeah. And he was just, like, you could just tell. And he was like, I don't Well, it's funny because you'd be like, how are you? And he goes, good. Yeah. And then I'm like, do you feel yucky? He's like, oh, yes. When we were in the in the ER, and he took, because they had almost, I swear it was like every doctor in there come in there and redo all the, like, the whole exam. Like, they'd make him get off the table, jump up on one foot, like, jump up and down, like, push on his stomach. They had at least four different doctors come in, like, one after another, and make this kid do that while he's feeling miserable. So, by the time the third one came in, and they're like, how you doing, buddy? He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, he did not <laughs> want them to do that. So. I make I know it's like I know why they do it. It's like because it was like when we had to take Theodore for when he ended up having COVID, they needed me to get him to stop crying so they could push on his stomach to see if that would make him cry. <laughs> and oh. I was like, I was like, the only way he's gonna stop crying is if he goes to sleep. And mind you, he like obviously hadn't been sleeping very well because he was sick. So they like turn off the lights and I'm rocking him and playing music and. Um, we get, I finally get him to sleep. The doctor, like, is waiting, right? He's waiting outside of the room, comes right in. Just, and I know it's to make sure there wasn't anything, like, a yeah. bleeding or something. So the doctor leaves, and I'm trying to get him back asleep, and he's like, I don't trust you, lady. <laughs> so the, one of the nurses ended up, like, putting, because at that point, we didn't know what Theodore had, so the doctor, like, and even the nurse said, I'm more worried about, like, bringing something to him and put on yeah. a mask and, a like, a gown and rocked the baby back to sleep because at that point, Ryan was sick, so he went to urgent care. And left us at the ER, and I was waiting on Jill to get there. Yeah. And rocked him back to sleep. But, yeah, some of the stuff they do to, like, little kids in the ER. And I know it's because they can't communicate as well, yeah. but... Well, he, they told me afterwards, and I almost went full, like, mama bear, too, because the first doctor that came in there was, like, a student doctor. Mm-hmm. And he did, like, a 25-minute exam. Like, he checked everything. It was so weird. And I was like, can we just skip to the end? Like, let's just get the doctor in here. 
But um, they told me afterwards that the reason they had him like jump up and down was to make sure it wasn't the appendix because apparently yeah. a jarring motion will like really tell you. And he's like, since he didn't, he wasn't in any pain when he was jumping. It was just like a constant stomach pain. Yeah. That's. I was like, you could have told me that before because I was like, I was afraid to hit somebody making my kid jump up and down while he's yeah. like feeling it's like that. This. And like that's like if you go and they think you have like what is it meningitis or mono or something, they ask like they ask you a bunch of yes or no questions and tell you to shake your head because if you can do that, you don't have it because oh. it's like so painful to move your neck apparently. Oh okay. Which I found out like when I had like when I had. Did you ever have that? No. What was that swine flu that's going around oh, when right. I was in high school so bad? That's what I had, but. Um, yeah, so I came over my lunch and he looked bad, but then I was like, I, I can be like really pushy and overbearing and I didn't want to do that to you. So I was like trying to like find this, do you want help? Like I was trying to ask instead of just like, cause like if it were Cassie, she's used to me, I would just show up. Like I'm here, go to sleep, all that stuff. But I like, this is obviously the first time you and I have ever went through something like this in our friendship. And so I was like, I <laughs> pick Theodore up. This is where my son betrays me, the ultimate betrayal. So mind you, my son still has not said mama. He was talking to my dad the other day, and my dad goes, can you say mama? Yeah. Will you say mama? No. <laughs> he said mama like maybe three times, and it's yeah. always like in this fit, like oh, yeah. screaming, crying, whatever. Um, so we're leaving, and I call Ryan, and I, I was like talking. I was like, I don't know what to do. I know she probably wants someone there. I'm going to, she hasn't texted me back. Come to find out you were asleep. Yeah. We all did that. Then I felt horrible no. for calling you to wake you up. I was like, I'm going to call and see if she wants us to bring her dinner and show up. And I, I was like, okay. And so I hang up with Ryan. And I'm like, okay, we're going to call Val. And he goes, Val. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> and he goes, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. So anyway, I'm throwing my kid in the trash. <laughs> Ultimate betrayal. Won't say mama. Go-go, dad-da, Val, doggy, cat. Truck. What else did they say? Yellow. Aw. Mama, though. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Val. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I uh, love her. Then he walked to you. We got him to walk. Cause, yeah. Oh, yeah. so special. He was walking around for my mom today. Just like, toddling through the house. Like, it's no big so deal. Cool. That's the lady <laughs> that yells at Samson because her dog barks. Oh, my God. You guys, I hope you can't hear it, but my neighbor's dog is barking. And she gets mad when Samson is outside playing because her dog barks at Samson. Not because Samson barks. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you'll have to learn that. I was trained as a kid that I was a burden. And so anytime anyone wants to offer me help, I think in my first thought in my head is I don't want to put them out. Yeah, because I kept telling you, I was like, I know your first is yeah. going to say no, but don't. But now that we've been through this, I know to just yeah. like force myself yeah. upon you. No, that's literally. And it, so it, it was actually so special too, because by Wednesday, I had only been around like doctors and like the kids. And I mean, Melanie was there and that was really nice that she still came over. But I really needed like. A friend. <laughs> yeah, I needed, to, I needed to not feel alone because we had all these, like I made this whole plan whenever Alan was going back on the road because. I've been known to kind of, like, shut myself in and just, like, stay home and do nothing. And that's actually really bad for my mental health. And so I yeah. made all these plans. And I, I was going to be able to see someone every single day. Whether it was, like, low-key, high-key, like, whatever. Whether it was just, like, seeing Faith to drop off the baby or, like, going to dinner or whatever. And 
it had been three days of none of that really. And yeah. so it was actually really nice that you did that. And it was so funny because Alan had called me, it was either right before you got there or right after you left. And I was like, I honestly don't remember the phone conversation me and her had, like, cause I was asleep on yeah. the couch. And I was like, all I know is that I knew she was coming over and that's all I needed. I didn't care what it was about. Well, I think what's even funnier is I called and you're like, no, we had a late lunch. I was like, do you want to get something for the kids? Ask Charlotte if she wants something. Oh, she didn't. I knew better than to show up. So <laughs> I brought I brought nuggets and she comes over and sees us eating. She's like, I was like, do you want some chicken nuggets? She goes, yeah. She never even is that enthusiastic when I get her Chick-fil-A. Like, that's it. I was watching her eat them and I was like, betrayal. <laughs> she all, she, so we got her the six count. Yeah. She ate all of that. She ate all of the fries. She ate half of my fries and she ate two of Theodore's nuggets. <laughs> And she ate, like, that 20-piece nugget for lunch. Uh, she, I swear, throughout this whole thing with Jack, because he wasn't able to, like, eat or play, she was hyperactive, had all of his energy, too, and his appetite. See, I brought Ryan over to get that out over. Well, it was so funny, because I was talking to her on my lunch. I said, did you still Bubba's energy? Yep. <laughs> for sure. I'm... I was like, maybe it just seems more because Jack's so, like, toned down, but... It wasn't, she was just a rocket. She's so fun yeah. though. She's the best. I just, I felt so bad for her because I knew she was bored out of her mind. And I was trying. She was like, like, I want a kid to play with. Yeah. But not you, Theodore. <laughs> I was like, mommy's tired and Bubby's sick. And I was like, I can't leave him alone too long and I want to play with her. And so that was really great too, that she got to play with Ryan and yeah. Ryan's like throwing her around and she's like, you're lighter than my son. <laughs> That she's, was after her whole meal, too. She's so, she's so fun. I mean, and, like, he is so sweet. They're such, like, well-mannered kids, too. And, like, that was, like, it, I felt so bad because I'd be like, how are you doing? I'm good. And I'd be like, but do you feel yucky? Yeah. <laughs> Poor baby. And then Jill, like, texted me, like, four or five times on Thursday. Is he doing better? How's he doing? Is he doing? And we're like, yeah, he's doing, which is, like, fantastic. Yeah. And then I was, I called you at my work and everyone is like, is your son okay? And I was like, no, it's not mine. It's my friends. And then, so... All week. How's your friend's son doing? And oh, that's so yeah. nice. Yeah, so. we we were we had so much support during this, and it was really nice. So, yeah, <sighs> he's doing better. Yeah, Yay. he's doing great. I'm just so relieved. Has he like up playing today, or is he still just? Yeah, he was playing. We went to Gala's for dinner, and he was playing with Raylan. And he's not quite up to. He kept asking to go outside, and I was like, no, I don't want to push it because you are just now feeling better. But it was he was good enough to like get out of the house, and like it's pretty low key over there when we go. Yeah, and so I think it was like just enough to help him feel a little bit more normal. I feel that I'm all for like staying in bed when you're sick, but I'm also. I feel like getting out really helps your mind be Once like... Once you start to get better, like, and I think for me, I do this to, like, a point of, like, we learned when I was just sick trying to do phase one. Um, I, like, really believe, like, a lot of it's, like, mental in the aspect of, like, if you lay in bed longer than, like, when you absolutely need to, you're going to continue to feel sick versus, like, getting up and moving to yeah. help you feel better. Like, I definitely do it to a... There is a healthy balance, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> Yeah, I really started feeling that when I had COVID in 2021. Charlotte was like four months old, and Jack was two, and Alan was traveling. So for the whole week that I had COVID, and I had like the bad version of it, I had to take care of the kids like by myself. And I mean, we had people like dropping food off, but like nobody wanted to come in the house. And so I think the fact that I had to get up and actually do things for the kids and stuff, that helped my recovery a little bit. 
And then I slept for like three weeks. We went to bed at seven o'clock for like the rest of the month because it was, I could not rest. So, you know, Theodore's not been sleeping the greatest. And I think it's because he's starting to hit that point where he really does only need one nap. Mm. And he's like just having, he's learning to walk. So there's a lot of changes going on for him. Wednesday night, he slept through the night. Great. Fantastic. Last night, I was like, I was literally joking with Ryan. I was like, what are the odds we get two nights in a row? None. Yeah. This morning we woke up. Oh, Theodore slept through the night. Well, we're sitting there and I can see him moving on his monitor. The sound is off on his video. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Which, like, don't That has wrong. happened to me before. Well, that's, well, here's the thing. We were making sure it was up because, like, we both went out and did yard work mm-hmm. and Ryan was, like, turning it up and stuff like that. So I don't know how it happened. But, like, if he was loud enough, he would have woken us up. We didn't yeah. have the fan on or anything, so. Yeah. But it was still, like, one of those things. Where or like, that he would have woke the dog up and the dog would have. Oh, yeah. Samson would have been yeah. howling. But, and he woke up in a good mood, so he had to have slept through the night because he yeah. took shit naps yesterday. <laughs> we went to Third Thursday last night, and it was the doggy Third Thursday. We did not take Samson. Aw. It was hot. He and we didn't know how crazy. he was. Yeah. But we haven't done a lot of socializing within the summer. That's, like, really bad on us. But Theodore, though, is, like just mesmerized by all the dogs, all the stuff to see. He had a great time. We run into my dad and Trevor, and my dad picks him up. And play- oh, he walked to my dad. My dad, So my dad's picking up and playing with him, and he kept stealing my dad's pin because my dad's, like, one of those guys who always wears button-down, like, short sleeve yeah. shirts with a pocket and a pin in it. My grandpa wears those. Yeah. My dad's probably your grandpa's age. <laughs> my dad is old. <laughs> um, and so, like, we had so much fun. We got free strike candy uh, third Thursday. I want to I want to try that. We have peach rings, Jolly Ranchers, Sour Skittles, and like the nerd gummy pieces. All right. There's, it's like, just think of how all those candy, your mouth's like starting to I know, water. I'm like. But like more, like it's just like, there's so much more impact, like it's the flavor. But yeah, Sweet. we had a great time. We, I get my salons on Maine. Oh, yeah. And so we stopped. My hairstylist was out because they do permanent jewelry and they had a like, little boost set out. And she was actually Ooh, out. I want to do that. Me too. They do like friendship specials all the time. Okay. Um, but so she was out reading it. And so we stopped and said hi because like she obviously hears me talk about the baby. And she goes, where's your dog at? <laughs> and I would like, like I just, there's not a clear message of my dog is my pride and joy. Then your hairstylist asking about that. <laughs> And it's so funny because, like, I ended up just, like, after I had the baby, I would not had my hair done in forever. I didn't have a hairstylist anymore. And I was, like, I just was try- – I, like, didn't know where to start. So I just tried the salon, just called, booked an appointment with anyone and got her and just fell in love. She does my hair so good. She's so nice. She's so friendly. Like, I just adore going there. Um, so that was kind of funny that that was the question. I was like, where's your dog at? Oh, and then we went and looked at the cars because, you know, I'm like a car car person. I like cars. Don't ever some... ask me what anybody drives because I'd be like, I think it's black. That's fine. <laughs> I'll accept colors. So Theodore is like, sees this shiny purple, like, and I couldn't even tell you what it is. It's an old chubby. I can't remember what it, what it was. And he's just like, the colors of the cars right now are super interesting to him. We had so much fun. Um, and tomorrow is Suds Fest in Carthage. They used to do Mud Fest. And they quit doing that. For, <laughs> I couldn't imagine why. <laughs> but now it's Suds Fest. And it's all day tomorrow. And I was thinking about taking them out to it because they have like a little baby section. So what exactly is it? I'm like, exact, is it what I'm picturing exactly, in my mind? Exactly. It's just like a huge, like, soapy. That sounds like fun. I think, the, I think well, depending on how Jackson's feeling. Right. 
I just like I'm too scared to push him too hard right now. Oh, and we we were thinking about doing like mini golf because I feel like that would be <sighs> mini golf sounds fun. I cheat at mini golf. Don't go mini golf with me. <laughs> You've heard it here first. I cheat at mini golf. I'll have to find like something. You have to take some pictures while you're there because yeah. that'll be so cute. I don't know. I want to do something with him tomorrow because Ryan works tomorrow and Sunday still. And then he's off with us. But I want to do. I think it'll be fun to like get him out and either go to the park or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much your whole week. You don't have time to do anything else. Yeah, I was literally, like, I have like, it written down, Jack's sick. <laughs> Alan left and then he came home and I was about to leave again, but I did, I had started 75 hard. Yeah, on <laughs> And Monday. then of course I failed on, I didn't even fail it until, well I Wednesday. guess it would have been Wednesday, but yeah. I was literally doing my reading in the ER like waiting room because we waited for like four hours and I was like I just in my mind I don't know just grabbed my book as I was filling my bag I was like might as well why not and then I filled it the very next day so yeah I'm gonna start that again on Monday I think <laughs> I'm gonna live my best like stay at home Pilates wife life next week since Ryan will also be here I can pretend like he's the nanny <laughs> but I so desperate I say this like I'm ever gonna quit working right uh, I couldn't. My mind couldn't be that still. We're going to do some planning for his birthday party. I'm so excited for that. I don't... It's, like, so sad. Like, he's drinking less and less formula, eating more and more food, starting to want to go to one nap. You know, it's just... He's talking, he's walking, and, like, where did my baby go? But he still very much looks like a baby. Like, I... I swear well, Ryan, if Ryan didn't have his facial hair, he'd also look like a baby. <laughs> That's true. I just think, like, I feel like by one, or at least by this age, my kids actually started looking like toddlers, but to be fair, they came out the size of toddlers. But your kid still very much looks like a baby, and I, I love it. Like a walking baby. <laughs> I've, had, I've had a nightmare about that. Like, six weeks after Jack was born, I had a dream that his little newborn body crawled down from the bassinet and was walking around my kitchen and like we had like a standoff like can you imagine a newborn baby standing like their neck all like weird yeah that terrifies me but i had that with both kids i had that almost exact same dream with both kids no that's that's a no for me (laughs) it was awful i used to have dreams that like ryan and i had like twins or had like triplets or something like that pre-pregnancy never um, the worst dream I've ever had though is like, you know, I used to, when, before I met you, I used to tease Ryan. Oh, I still do sometimes that he can be a blue collar worker and just, you know, he like work more hours and like get overtime. Like just total joking because Ryan makes good money for like a good easy job and doesn't have to work 70, 80 hours a yeah. week. Doesn't have to, does he? Mm, that's besides <laughs> the point. <sighs> anyway, um, so I, I like tease him all the time about it. I had a dream the other night that like. He literally went and, like, was went to work with Alan and, like, didn't give a two-weeks notice, just wasn't going to show up to work where he's at now. And his manager was, like, calling me because he's on, like, a really good career path, calling me, like, what's going on? I'm calling him, like, get your ass home. You need to tell her that, like, you just read your schedule wrong. Get your ass to work, you know? And I, like, it was, like, the most realistic nightmare. And I woke up and I was telling him about it. He's like, hmm, are you going to stop teasing me about it? And the answer is no. Um, Which brings me to a very unrelated but related TikTok that um, I saw. And I had to say because it's so funny. Because 
Alan Welds, right? Yeah, among other things, but yeah, mainly. You need somewhere to live? We have housing. You want to work nights? We have three shifts. You got a girlfriend? Leave her at home. You want to make six figures? Come to Missouri Welding Institute. Six. It's their official six TikTok. figures. I know. <laughs> six figures. That'd it's be nice. Their official TikTok that posted that. And I think that's so funny. Yeah, that is hilarious. That is. We need to do like we need to do a podcast <laughs> where we're just watching TikToks. Do you guys do that like thing of like, oh no, we need to sit down and show you all the TikToks we saved this week to show each other? We don't send them into each other. He'll literally send me one while he's sitting next to me. And I will intentionally not look at it because I'm like, you're literally right there. Just show me your phone. We rarely send them to each other. We just like have a designated time once a week where we sit down and show each other. Okay, I like that. That's just how I know that Alan's like in the bathroom or like goofing off at work because I'll get him at like 9 30 a.m. I'm like, get to work. Go to work. So, yeah. Yeah, no, we have. I'm gonna think about that. We have dedicated TikTok time in our house. Oh, I had like the most, uh, the most millennial child with boomer parent conversation with my dad today he bought tickets to a concert for him and my little brother and he sent them to me to print off why he needed to print them <laughs> off that was an argument i was prepared to have i left i was like okay i'll print them off for you so i decided to print them off at work instead of hooking up our printer because i leave nothing else so my printer doesn't stay hooked up and um i forwarded myself the email that my dad sent me and I didn't look at the email my dad sent me. Well, he forgot to include the attachment that had the actual tickets. <laughs> oh man. Um, so I text him and I say, resend the email. It doesn't have the, t- uh, attachments. He goes, I sent it to the email you gave me. <laughs> that is not what I said. So I had to call him and like walk in and he, so he sent it to me and I got him printed out. It was so funny. I was literally like, I, so I refuse to learn about like the home technology. I can't fix the, if the TV stops working, we're calling Ryan. If the internet goes out, calling Ryan. Because then if my dad's internet goes out, he doesn't call me. <laughs> Absolutely It's not. a plan. Oh. I developed it early on and I lived with this. I feel like there's nothing you do that doesn't have a reason. Like even far in advance. Like this will lead up to this. I'm going to act now. <laughs> Here, yeah. So I've either pre-planned a reason or I will come up with one because do you know <laughs> I really like it was the reason the whole bullshitting. time. Bullshitting. <laughs> if you say anything with confidence, everyone will believe it. We've talked about this. Sometimes I just like. <laughs> we, we need to do an episode where we just like, we think of just a bunch of random things, some true, some we, not, and like, just say it. We like two truths and a lie, but like a yeah. whole podcast yeah. episode. <laughs> I was going to post a story last night, but I forgot, like, on our Instagram. So, Valencia, you do 99% of all our social media posts. Yeah. I feel like, this week, but... No, no, that's what I was just saying. You write the captions. Yeah. You do that. We are trying to get better about social media, but, like, it's a full-time job, and we have enough of those. But I do a lot of the editing and the tech, like, that side of it, and you do a lot of the social media. It's how we, it's how the work works for us. Yeah. If we um, ever had to flip... I don't know what would happen. Well, Thursday we launched our launch. We released our low-key, non-negotiables, our must-haves yeah. episode, which was a great social media day to post all of these. And Jackson was still really sick. Yeah. So I, you could probably tell based off quality, like people who are posted on our Instagram all day long, 
And I was so <laughs> proud of myself. You did so good. Oh my gosh. There was though where I was looking at all of them after I finally was able to like get on my phone. And there was one video. I don't even know what was in it. But you're like talking? With the tiny <laughs> odor. I remember because I literally almost refilmed it. And I was like, no. This no, is who good. I am. <laughs> it literally was like, this is perfect. I was dying. This is who I am. Which was great because I, Ryan didn't work on Thursday. So I didn't have to worry about Theodore and getting into daycare. So I had more time. So I was able to actually film like the videos and take the product shots while I was getting ready. So that really was the skincare I used and the makeup I used and all of that stuff that morning. So it, it felt really authentic and easy to do. So I took all of those that morning. Mm -hmm. When I got to work, before I walked in, I made all of the drafts in our thing with all of the things. And then I just had to go and post the drafts throughout the day. And I was like, this is so great. Which, as soon as, like, I think it was like 4.30 when I realized, I have an app to do that. You told me about that and I just... It's linked to my personal Instagram. you can schedule them on Instagram. I don't know. I feel like there's a way. There's probably a way. I'm going to find out. Granted, it was like really fun because, or it was probably better because that also triggered me to reshare it to my personal Instagram. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that was, we had so much brand engagement. I know. Alani always responds, like no matter what, even to my personal one. uh, Alani Clean Simple Eats. Beekman, which was like one of the skincare products, and Dr. Dennis Gross, which is another one. It's that 90... That's who that, that made was. me feel better about buying the $90 face serum that I can't live without, apparently. <laughs> I sent you a picture of my yeah, skincare. Which is and funny. you didn't say Do anything. You like, well, okay, I was listen. Like, I did know you how Snapchat me after 9 Yeah. PM? I literally... He was like, did she respond? I was like, no, she's in bed. Yeah. But I was like waiting for you to Wait, be like, I'm Wait, do you so like that face lotion? That elf one? The yeah. one in the... Okay, I have a bottle of it. I don't like it, so oh, you can have it. Thanks. Yeah. It was on sale, so I was like, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, need like a scrubby face wash, though. No, you need a chemical exfoliant. Stop yeah, using whatever. physical exfoliant. Ooh, I actually have one that's like, you might like them. I'll let you try it and see. Okay. Um, yeah, because like that whole shelf in my bathroom is skincare, and then I have skincare like down below. The, I need to do one where it's like my holy grail products, because that was just like what I'm using. And, like, not all of that's, like, my holy grail. A lot of it's just stuff I'm, like, either I like, I'm either using or I'm, like, testing out. But, yeah, I was so proud of myself. And, but it was exhausting. Yeah. I was, like, I would rather edit 20 podcast episodes. Ryan was, like, would you? <laughs> but. Yeah, I want to do, I mentioned, Alan, I wanted to get, like, a a kit, like, a skincare kit. Obviously, there's, like, a bunch of different brands. So, I'm, like, trying to figure out. build you a routine. Well, I just, I, like, told him I wanted one for, like, my birthday, like, an actual, like, so, get with him. <laughs> I just need to, I, like, instead of you buying a kit that's all from one brand, I just feel like I could build you something. That'd be cool. I'm down. Yeah. Talk down, because. Well, we'll do, like, a, I'll have to do, like, a, a, a questionnaire with, like, what your concerns are and what your problems are and what you want. I would not even know. Because for me, it's Botox. <laughs> I like ready I'm to not sp- interested in that. Well, you're also 25. I'm ready to... I think, like, I'll start about 30. Because, like, I'm really, like, ex- like, I have, like, a pretty high expression. So, like, the lines on your forehead are there for me. Because I'm, like, always making faces I shouldn't be. If my mouth won't say it, my face will. Yeah. My mom came up today and watched Teddy Bear. And she's the fun grandma. So... He used that to his advantage. Samson, absolutely. My mom is also an animal lover, so Samson is her best friend. And so I get home, 
We, we've been recording for 35 minutes, so your phone has been recording for like 40 minutes. It's like hot. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought about that. You know, we have a camera. Like, I have a, like a, like a actual nice camera. We could do that. Yeah, but then you have to like upload it to your computer and then... Yeah, I'm not but... about steps here. <laughs> I think you can even do it like via Bluetooth. So it's I not mean, like... I don't even know how the quality is going to be like sound-wise. I just wanted to try it out. Oh, my phone's going to die. That's cool, too. I love that tripod, though. I'm going to have to get one. Because mine's little. I lost little. it forever. Alan found it for me. Anyway, so I get home from work, and Samson goes and cuddles up to my mom because he knows she's about to leave. Theodore is playing, doing his thing, and I was like, Aw, like, poor buddy. Is Grandma about to go bye-bye and you need love? And Theodore stops what he's doing, looks at me, looks at my mom, burst into tears. Aww. Like, no, Grandma, don't leave. You let me do whatever I want. Mom's going to put me in my high chair and make me eat dinner and put me in my playpen instead of letting me have... Fr- so she let him have free range of the house because she cleaned my floors for me. Aww. Does my dishes... My dishwasher is dirty, half-loaded. Washed, hand-washed all my dishes. Washed <laughs> my mic... Or, like, cleaned all the stainless steel. The last time she was here, she washed all my windows inside and outside. I don't even find time to do this, like... I stay at home all day. Like, I still don't have time to do any of that. Like... That is so cool. Well, like, so my mom lives over an hour away. So I, like, she fights me on it, but I always give her gas money. Like, because I'm not, I'm not, she's like, you're not going to pay me to watch your, to watch my grandson. Okay, but you still have to drive so far. So let me at least pay for your gas. Like, you're cheaper than a maid service and, like, way more effective. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, so fun to, like, watch them, like, develop a relationship and stuff. But, yeah, he is, uh. Which is funny, because, like, he doesn't like his mom enough to say mama. But I come home, my lunch crawls straight towards me. And I get home from work, come straight to me. But then my mom's like, I don't, he immediately starts getting fussy. My mom's like, he's been in a great mood all day. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I know this saying, like, if your kid is, like, fussy and shows their emotions, like, you're their safe person. But, like, could I not be? Right. I'm like, <laughs> how do I make you feel just, just a touch less safe? Seriously, <laughs> I've had that thought, like, please, choose someone else. Like, what can I do to, like, terrorize you a little bit? <laughs> like, what level of feel mental uncomfy, trauma yeah. is, like, where can I find a good like, balance? Just feel here? a little uncomfy around yeah. me. No. <laughs> so, that was, like, fun. But, yeah, like, definitely the, like, highlight of my week is being on vacation this upcoming <laughs> week. Looking forward to that. Yeah. We're starting to plan our vacation for Thanksgiving this year, and I'm so excited. Everyone's like, what are you doing? I was like, nothing. Yeah. Like, That's like the best thing. I'm, it's so glorious. Like, I'm tired. You We're, worked hard we have, this month. We have a, yeah. we have like a, like, Theodore is like fun to do day trips with, but he's just at that age where like traveling is going to be like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear, take your baby places. It's not that hard. Shut the fuck up. It's not that hard for you. Hang on. I just saw this. I think it was a reel. And it was like, this girl said, I babysit for this family. And the family just went on vacation. And she asked the dad, like, how was your vacation? And I guess they had taken their kids. He's like, it's not a vacation with your kids. It's relocation. But like, I was like, yeah, I guess if you're taking your kids to where you want to go. But if you make it kid oriented... Obviously, travel, nothing will change with traveling, like, with your kids. They're all, it's always going to be crazy. Yeah. I feel like if you can consider, like, where you're going to be a little more kid-oriented, watching them have fun is fun for some. (laughs) Listen, I just, like, it... it, Just throw them in the Not at the developmental leap we're going through. That's all I'm going to say. It is hard. 
I think, really hard before one year. But once they can, like... Once, walk? Yeah, walk and, like... It's like once they hit, like, a year, everything becomes... Like, they're interested in everything. So they're going to want to, like, see everything. And that's, Yeah, that's how he is now. And, like, it's unless just... you're Jack, because he didn't care going to the zoo until he was, like... Two and a half. He had already He could going not to the care zoo. less about going to the zoo. He like he doesn't like to ride in his stroller. He likes Ryan <laughs> to hold him because Ryan's tall and he can see everything. Smart. I know. At least you're out of that job. <laughs> Happy to carry her. Yeah. Charlotte is Charlotte is too, and she still wants me to carry her, even in the house all day long. I'm whenever like, Please, no. whenever I am out with Ryan and the baby, I don't carry the baby. I don't have, well, let me reference. I'll have to carry the baby. I don't have to push the stroller. I carried him for 10 months and birthed him, so you got this, babe. You're fine. I don't care. Like, Ryan will be pushing the stroller, carrying my drink, and carrying the knife bag. I don't, I don't, and I'm like literally over here, like in my. <laughs> oh. It's great. believable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm spoiled. <laughs> As I should be. Yeah. I mean, it's all his fault. He knows what he's done. Yeah, so we're about to record our, the take, speaking of that, like, really great segue, we're about to record the takes on being high and low maintenance and kind of, like, I'm sure everyone can figure out who is who in this conversation <laughs> and, like, the effects that played on us. So, again, I said it last time, who knows how long these weekly catch-ups go. They're so fun. Yeah. I love recording yeah. them. So, they they tend to do well. I don't know what, what your guys' hating issue is with husbands being in a title of our podcast, but I have, we have three podcasts with husbands in the title, and they are three worst performing podcasts. But they're like the funniest one. Like, I, I even laughed, like, re-listening to them. Like, you The golf go, is rated our husbands is my yeah. favorite. Give them a shot, okay? Because they're hilarious. Not our husbands. Yeah. Just episodes. <laughs> our husbands making, aren't that funny. <laughs> making fun of our husbands is our hobby, so... Wait, which reminds me, I think we made it this whole episode without being mean to Alan. Oh, yeah. Because he, he did come home and help me out. A little late. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He texts me after I drop you off coffee and he goes, thanks for taking care of her. I was like, don't you make me, like in my mind, I'm like, don't you make me cry right now. Don't you do it. <laughs> he started, he tried to start like apologizing that he wasn't here. And I was like, shut up. We like you're more annoying when you're here. <laughs> Well, he was, he started, he was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, shut up. And then he's like, you did a great job doing this. And I was like, that's better. I was like, you can't, you don't need to be sorry. Like, like I was. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm like, that's just our, we knew what we were signing up for. And like, he wouldn't have left if at the time Jack didn't seem like. Yeah. I like was, I was a hundred percent convinced he was going to go back to the hospital. Yeah. I was too. And then I like, I made that kid chug. He wasn't like, Yeah. I worked hard. <laughs> well, before we went over there, I was like, Ryan, like, because Ryan's like an emotional person. I was like, don't cry when you see Jack. And he's like, I'm not going to cry. It's fine. He literally almost cried three times while we were there. Really? Yeah. Because like, well, like, I know like Ryan's known Jack longer than like, like Ryan and I have been together. So like for him, Ryan's probably... known Jack since he was like two months old. Can you tell me, baby? So, or one. Yeah. It was February and he was born at the end of December. So like one month. He's known Jack almost his whole entire life. That's wild. Poor Jack. <laughs> no, no, the funniest thing was, is we, I don't know if it was that time, it was like the Super Bowl, and they, of course everyone was like drinking, and um, he went to hold Jack, and he was like holding him up, Jack threw up all over him, like, That's... like, uh, Theodore, almost, well, he didn't projectile, but he did keep all over yeah. you, yeah. No, but this was like, a lot, and he was just sitting there like, 
of course he thought it was his fault. I was like, no, he's just a baby. <laughs> Ryan thinks everything's his fault, and it's fun sometimes. <laughs> that wasn't. Like, I felt so bad well, for him. Well, it's rarely his fault, but that doesn't mean you have to tell him that. <laughs> Good thing he doesn't listen to these. <laughs> Don't edit this with him around. Oh, <laughs> uh, like so. Sometimes I'll be editing here, and he'll be playing on his computer right oh, there. Yeah. But I have my either he has his headphones on or I do. Oh yeah. He cannot stand when he's like trying to do anything, and I'm in the same room because I work in an office, and so I'm used to like turn around and talking or like being interrupted oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Ryan has never done that, so he can't stand me because I'll just turn around and talk to him and be like. <sighs> can't focus put his stuff to... down and turn around yeah. which is like me sometimes when I'm in the middle of a project I just I'll like literally stop what I'm doing and turn to make eye contact with the person <laughs> ask me a question then I always have to remember I'm the problem not them <laughs> when I was here I came over for like a planning meeting and then I had that headache but like I was talking to you and you were editing one of our <laughs> episodes and I was like trying to talk to you but you like were focused on that and like only would reply to half the things I was saying I was that's like, how you also know I work in an office <laughs> I was like, I don't want to interrupt her. She's working hard, like focused. I understand how that feels, but I was also like, but don't forget about me. Hey, bitch. <laughs> I was literally like, do I have something I like throw at her? Yeah. That's kind of what you need. Uh, one of my coworkers, his latest thing has been putting both of his headphones in, which like I understand, but I'm also annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's also funny. You could tell like you have a little bit of power. I'm, like, a little bit scared of you sometimes. Because <laughs> I was I like, like, if I keep trying to talk to her, she's going to get annoyed with me. I like everyone in my life to, like, have, like, a certain edge of, is she going to yell at me or not? It's just, I it, I feel like it creates a really healthy, like, boundary. <laughs> healthy? <laughs> For who? <laughs> like, who's in control here? That's the power move right there. Yeah. I just like I like I like. I'm gonna Ryan start pushing these boundaries a little bit. Li- yeah, I think that's fun, right? <laughs> I think Ryan just stay a little bit. You're gonna call me at like 10 p.m. one night, and I'm like, never Wake speak up. to me. <laughs> and then like our next episode, we'll be like, and this is the end. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, so thanks for joining us. The uh, next episode. This week will be really informative on Valencia's life. You'll get to hear from Valencia's sister. Oh, yeah. So, thanks for joining us on this self-misguided journey, or however we decide. It's, we're like 100 episodes in, and that's when I'm going to nail the ending. Right. Bye. <laughs> Bye.